Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast Love the Graps. Uh, my name's Chris. I am sat here in the Great Hall of Northampton with uh, Alan. Greetings. Um, and a welcome to our podcast. This is a podcast about professional wrestling. It is. Um, by two men. Two white men. <laughs> yeah, it's unusual, that, isn't yeah. it? Um, uh, two white men doing a podcast about professional wrestling. Not as young as we used to be. No. Um, it's terrible, really, isn't it? Yeah. Turn it off. Turn it off. Go and find something else to listen to. I mean, I could transition, if that helps. I don't think you could. Uh, no, it probably is I don't me. think you could. Yeah. Um Welcome. Uh, this is a wrestling podcast um, where we go to a wrestling show, then we travel home and we talk about said wrestling show. Yeah. Give you the hottest of hot takes. Spicy takes. Spicy. Um, I think on the last episode that we did last night, we used the, the phrase spicy a couple of times. Did we? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I don't remember a lot about it. No, it was very late at night. It's not so late tonight. No. It is currently 9.38 p.m. Which is good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be home relatively early after a show. Yeah. Um, last night we got home and started podcasting at around 20 past one yeah. in the morning. Um, and, uh, you know, about 16, well, no, wait a minute, 18 hours later, here we are yeah. doing another podcast. I think this time last night, the interval had just started. Yes. So, yeah. you know, um, different worlds, isn't it? So we just got back, we've just popped over to Milton Keynes mm-hmm. for the um, New Japan uh. Strong Style Evolved UK show at the Planet Ice, Ice Arena. But Planet Ice yeah. is an embarrassing name for a sports arena, isn't it? It is, like, really. if, if Like, if you had a football stadium and you called it... Um, Planet Grass. F- um, kickball Universe or something <laughs> like that, people would be like, that's weird and lame. Yeah, just call it Hoth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we made that joke. Yeah, I, think I, I, I made it previously yeah. and got um, complimented on it from the press man from What oh, Culture. Do you remember you that? Yeah. Um, so um, we've been to Planet Ice a couple of times previously. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we, we covered What Culture's show there, um, first show there. Yeah. Um, one of our very first episodes. I think it might have been our second or third episode mm-hmm. of the podcast. Um, and I've pre I've also been in the interim to What Culture, yeah. their World Cup show. What Culture, yeah. of course, don't exist anymore. It's now defiant. Yeah. Um, so that's something else. Saw a guy in a What Culture t-shirt today. Did you? What Culture pro wrestling, no regrets. I bet they've got a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few regrets. Um, but we have been to the uh, the 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 New Japan, and I'm saying that with heavy air quotes. Show and. Uh, format of this show if you if it's your first time listening after always assume it's somebody's first time yeah. listening that's just good broadcasting isn't yeah it? and then hopefully they'll go back and listen to the other 82 episodes yeah um plus a few bonus ones in yeah there. and they'll discover exactly why mako satamura is a heroin dealer yeah <laughs> yes um go back discover the law of the, <laughs> of the grabs <laughs> podcast um we um we we do a love the grabs Yep, three things. Three things, three bullet points, three um, uh, hot discussion three points. bullet club points. Yes, very good. Like 
club bullet club card points. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Have you got your bullet club card? <laughs> I forgot it tonight. Yeah. Um, and then we also, you know, we have to do the flip side for that. Um, yeah. Three not my graps. Yeah. So three things that we didn't like quite as much. Um, tonight, though, we're going to kick off a little bit different. Yeah. Because there's there's an elephant in the room. Yeah. With this um this this particular show this particular weekend of shows. Yeah. So this is this is neither I love the graps or not my graps. Well, this, this it's is kind a, of a not my. Well, graps. I mean it, it is, but it transcends that. <laughs> It, does. it really does, yeah. Um, and it, it will set the scene for the rest of the the podcast. Um, so let's get this out of the way, okay? This was not a New Japan Pro Wrestling show. No, it was a Rev Pro show. Yeah. Um, so just to sort of set the stage, though, this was very much promoted as New Japan yeah. Pro Wrestling presents Strong Style Evolved UK. They had done some shows in North America, in yep. the US previously, under the Strong Style Evolved banner. Yep. Um, which were very much... I mean, they, they had a bit of an ROH flavour because they got a bit of a partnership with ROH yeah, over but by there. the same extension, it's ROH guys that had been on New Japan yeah, shows yeah, for in the Japan. most part, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. I think there were a couple of faces, but, um, um, but this was not that. No. Um, so, yeah, when it was first announced, it was announced as New Japan are coming to the UK yeah. for for two shows. Um, it seemed very much that uh, RevPro were the hosting promoter, um, but they would just be dealing with all the and, logistics. And that's not unusual. No, um, no. Recently, we, we, I mean, it was remarked that it's been the 10-year anniversary of the NOAA shows, yeah. including my first um, wrestling show ever, which was the NOAA show at Coventry. Um, also uh, Ice Arena, yeah. I believe. Um, is that an Ice Arena? It is, yeah, the yeah. Sky Dome. Sky Dome. Yeah. That's cooler than Planet Ice. Yeah. Um, at, but that was promoted by um, guys based in the UK. Yeah. Well, um, more recently, um, Chikara came over, did King of Trios. Yeah. Um, essentially, a Fight Club Pro. Kind of a smaller scale show. thing. Well, yeah, almost. but... Although they used Fight Club Pro's ring, Fight Club Pro's arena, uh, Fight Club Pro's kind of um, set-up guys, uh, it it was Chikara through and through. Whereas, you know... So, yeah, so this was this was billed as New Japan Pro Wrestling. And the ticket prices were priced accordingly. Yeah. Um, so, if you wanted to sit on the front row, it was £75 plus... A booking fee, yeah, and the booking fee is ten percent, so it's eighty-two pound fifty, yeah, to sit front row of the show. We decided to go third row, yeah, um, so our tickets ended up costing sixty-one pounds fifty, um, which is about a day's wages for me, yeah, you know, because I don't earn a lot. Um, that's by choice, obviously. Because <laughs> um, I work, in, I work in the public sector. It's know? all right. You don't, you don't have to justify yourself. Um, and that's a lot of money. And it's not the kind of money I would pay uh, for a RevPro show. Usually, we sit third or fourth row yeah. when we go to RevPro. We pay thirty ticket, quid, thirty pounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and specifically, social media was used to say this is not a RevPro show. Yeah, this is this is not Global Wars, which is Global Wars is the the big RevPro show they do every year at the end of the year, which is. You know, half New Japan guys, half RevPro guys. Um, and it was specifically said, this is not that. And then they announced the card. Well, and they'd said in, they'd also said that there were going to be 
14... 14 Japanese, Japanese guys. guys. So not necessarily 14 New Japan talents. Yeah. Specifically 14 Japanese yeah. talents. Yeah, and in, in the end we got 15. Um, but we'll yeah. get onto that later. Um, but the, then the assumption was that there would be further non-Japanese New Japan talent to follow. And there were a handful. And and there were. A pinch. Um, so, yeah. And, and then they released the lineups. Um, and... It's, I mean, it's weird because the people that were were booked for the show, the the non New Japan guys, are all great guys. Um, they're all great wrestlers. I love watching them all. And yeah. tonight they were all good. Yeah. Um, but they're not New Japan guys. No. Um, so it was Chris Brooks, um, Aussie Open, Walter, and David Starr. Yeah. Um, not New Japan guys. Yeah, and tomorrow's show, you can throw Danny Duggan and El Fantasmo into that mix. Yeah, as well. but at least Danny Duggan is—he—he's been to tangentially the, the New Japan dojo. Yeah, but a lot of people have um, like, in the US, so there is a, a slight link there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, what we got was basically global wars. Yeah. Um. And the thing is, if they'd have come out and and said it's global wars on tour yeah this is global wars on tour fine yeah if global wars didn't exist and they'd have come out and said this is new japan uk fine but global wars does exist and they specifically said this isn't global wars and then put on a global wars style and and that's part of it they did specifically say this isn't global wars um and there were a couple of uh, I mean, generally speaking, RevPro are quite good at social media. Yeah. But and there were a couple of comments where they were basically implying that people's concerns and comments were unfounded mm. because there were questions around whether this could really be considered a true New Japan show. And, okay, so we they had the lineups announced. Yeah. And that doesn't grab you. It doesn't sort of say... This no. is a New Japan show. Um, you also, I think there's comments that can be made about the disparity in, in the actual matchups from one show to the next. Yep. For, in, for example, um, tomorrow night show in Manchester-ish, mm. um, of, they've got two high-profile singles matches yep. that would, um, you know, that even, you know, in New Japan would be notable singles matches with yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Okada and Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki. Um, but tonight we got all four of those thrown in the tag yeah. match. Um, and it was, again, a tag match for the Rev Pro tag team titles. Yeah. Um, so I think today's show suffered a lot for not having real marquee singles matches. Mm. Um the couple of sort of all New Japan, well, not all New Japan. There were co- there were some decent singles matches on this show, but they weren't like they weren't stand out like blow away matches. Well, I mean, that... the th- the thing is, if if what we'd got turned out to be a New Japan house show, mm. I I would have preferred that because I'm not going to get to see a proper New Japan show. Because I I don't earn a lot of money, and I've got a wife and a child and a mortgage, and the kind of money you need to go to Japan, I I would it's better spent elsewhere for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm not going to see that. So for me, even just seeing 
a run-of-the-mill New Japan house show would have been absolutely fine. You know, just matches going through the motions would have been fine because I would have got that genuine New Japan feel. I would have got a New Japan announcer, uh, a New Japan referee. New Japan uh, ring. The New Japan ring. The the young lions around the, the apron. Um, you know, rushing into the ring after the match to give everybody a, a little water bag to make sure they're okay. Photographers with numbers on their backs. Um, but do you know what I mean? I, it, well, I mean, but that, that goes to what I was going to move on to is my point is beyond the um beyond the lineups of the show mm. the show tonight well it was a rev pro show yeah there was rev pro branding all over it yeah. there were rev pro turnbuckle pads yeah the rev pro logo was in in large across the um big um and, and visual e- display billing with yeah new japan. it did and the announcer at the very beginning of the show referred to new japan as their partners yeah um we're where, here tonight with our partner organization new japan yeah so it was being presented as yeah. a rev pro show um and and, and the cameramen had rev pro t-shirts on. yeah um this wasn't a new japan show and i think i, I there are a lot of people that are pushing back on it a lot of people pushing back on the criticism, um, saying, what did you expect? And I was like, I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm less concerned about it than you. I mean, you were more upset about it than I was. I was, you know what? I was, I was genuinely upset yeah. about it. Yeah. I, it put um, me in a right mood for a and few days. part of my thinking was, uh, you know... Did you did you genuinely expect that this was going to be a full I, New Japan show? I did, and I think maybe I'm I'm being a bit more pragmatic about it, and you're being a bit more passionate about it. Um, but I do think those are genuine concerns, and I think that Rev Pro should be held accountable for the fact that they sold people uh, a New Japan show mm. and delivered a Rev Pro show. And, um, and anybody who watches this show back and thinks that this isn't a Rev Pro show is deluding themselves. Yeah. And and the, the the problem is as well that this isn't what RevPro do. RevPro genuinely don't false advertise. They don't overpromise and underdeliver. They they generally they're professional outfit who who, who sure 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 give you what I say. So I, I I wasn't expecting this, and this is the kind of shit. I mean, you can say, oh, it's wrestling. What do you expect? This this is, but we should be better than that now. It's twenty eighteen. Um, it's we're in a different world. Fuck this carny bullshit. Well, I mean, it won't. People won't suffer fools for too long with this, especially with WWE moving into the UK mm. in a pretty major way. Um, people are going to have a lot of options for where they spend mm. their money, and especially at the high end ticket price, are people going to because. For a certain sector of the audience, the fact that it is on TV um, is a big deal. Mm -hmm. So the idea of WWE UK being around is a big deal. And for certain people, the fact that New Japan that you watch online is in the UK is a big deal. And people are going to end up having to make choices, especially when you're overpricing your tickets, which is what happened tonight. I think, and my brother joked about it, I think there is a genuine case to put that Rev Pro missold this yeah. show, and I would be interested to see what would happen if people put in 
a written complaint with their credit card providers yeah. saying that they were sold something that when it came to presentation time they did not get yeah. because this show t- tonight was not presented as a new japan show no. it just wasn't it, it, i mean even like i don't know whether that's realism on the parts of the RevPro crew where andy quilden has said to his announcer play down the new japan yeah. stuff and it because, may be yeah. you know we've had some criticism and if we go out trumpeting that this is a new japan show with you as rev pro announcer and everybody else who's from rev pro we're going to come in for some stick like, i don't know whether that's an attempt at damage control yeah. but the fact that they quite clearly have acknowledged it with the presentation tonight and when that goes online, that will have the Rev Pro bug in the bottom corner. It will yep. not have the New Japan bug in the yep. bottom corner because New Japan did not produce this show. No. Nope. Um, who? What? What can they say? If you say you sold me a New Japan show and delivered a Rev Pro show, they they got serious complaints yeah. on their hands. Well, I, I, the way I feel, and I reserve the right to change my mind and become a hypocrite at any point because that's. That's your way, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and they may not give a shit about this, but I'm not going to another Rev Pro show. Like, I, you say that now. Yeah, and, and that is honestly how I've felt for the last couple of weeks, that they they got money out of me under false pretenses. And the whole thing of, like, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you, I'm not going to give them a second chance to fool me hmm. um, because my money's that precious. So, yeah. So, having said all that, it was a Rev Pro show. Yeah, so what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the show with that in mind. Yeah. Um, and we're going to point out the things that we liked and yeah. then point out the things that we didn't like. And the fact that it's a Rev Pro show, that's done with now. Yeah, it's right. Rev We've Pro presents that. Strong Style Evolved UK. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about some Love love the Graps. Yeah, because there was, there was stuff to love. Yeah. You know, it was as a Rev Pro show, it was a good show. Yeah. So let's let's get straight in. You particularly liked main event. Yeah, I did. It was a big tag match. Yeah. Um, f- again, for the RevPro tag- Undisputed British Tag Team Championships, mm-hmm. currently held by Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki yep. of Suzuki-Goon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were taking on the Chaos team of former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Okada and the current British, uh, undisputed British Heavyweight Champion uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah. And this, um, I mean, this it was it was a greatest hits, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, except we didn't actually see the Rainmaker hit no. tonight. No. Um, but and I'd be interested because that hard cam that they were using was not manned, so I'd be interested to see what they do with the Rainmaker <laughs> pose, um, whether they try to do it in in production, uh, the zoom out. Um, this was, as I say, a greatest hits and some very hard hits yeah in there because there was a long sequence between tomohiro ishii and minoru suzuki where particularly enjoyed that they were just whacking shit out of each other um and these are the i would put these four in my top wrestlers in the world right now my favorite wrestlers in the world right now um you know i i I can't get enough of watching zack saber jr no um okada is one of the best 
two wrestlers in the world. I, I would say he's he's in a field of his own. Yeah. Um. I mean, Omega is very very good as well. Yeah. But I think. Okada well, I, I'm 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 loath to sort of rank people, but yeah. I think he's you know, a lot of people would definitely hold him up as yeah. the best wrestler in the world. Um, Minoru Suzuki is a. A, a character that's second to none just an absolute joy to watch yeah just an absolutely um terrifying maniac yeah um a, a, somebody that you genuinely feel scared of if he looks at you yeah lovely um, hair tonight though yeah he's changed his hair up yeah gone for that um traditional japanese silver head yeah um that they all go through i yeah, think a lot yeah. of them have have, have done that yeah, but with japanese swirls. wrestlers with swells in yeah. and tomohiro ishii is kind of like the the british audiences have taken him to the heart yeah. um over the past few years i mean he's always been you know great to watch in japan yeah. but kind of he, he 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 feels like one of those guys that's kind of reaching the twilight of his career in japan but as i say he, he kind of has really clicked with the uk audience yeah. the reason i first went to a rev pro show yeah was because they announced issue yeah yeah and i'd seen him fight maccabee at that wrestle kingdom nine i think it was right right um and it was just amazing yeah. and and so that sold me a ticket so ishi I've, I've got a m- massive place in my heart for Ishii. yeah and I, it was just it, yeah, you know, it's just another one of those opportunities to to see all four of these guys. I mean, I've seen all four of these guys previously. Yep. Um, again, Akada in in big tag match bundle um, yeah. at a Rev Pro show. And we saw three of them just a few weeks ago. Yeah, and the other, and the other three not that long ago. Um, and just ridiculously entertaining. Yeah, I, I think the match might have been about it was over half an hour. Uh, I I think it went about 24 minutes okay all right because helpfully at the planet ice arena <laughs> yeah. they've got the big score clock score clock and i think the match started at uh 8 14 oh okay all um, right and finished about 8 38 not not okay cool so it's about 24 yeah, yeah, 25 yeah. minutes okay um you know a decent chunk of time yeah. and, and and a lot of fun there's not really a whole lot to say about it because i mean um, it, it suffered a little bit from a slightly predictable finish. Well, but, you say that, but I had put my prediction on Minoru yeah. Suzuki getting the win over Ishii to set up their match tomorrow. Yeah. But with thinking about it, Zack Sabre Jr. is in his hometown. Well, I mean, um, and uh, Okada's not getting pinned. I think also you could be make you could make an argument that ultimately Zack is probably the better person to beat. Ishii for that title. Yeah. When they Down get the line. Yeah, to, so this gives him to, a to taking the title um, off. But him. yeah, really enjoyable main event. Um yeah. I, I may have been a bit grumpy at times tonight, but there'll there'll be a shot of Ishii and Suzuki fighting on the barriers yeah, near yeah, us. Yeah. And in the background you'll just see me with a massive smile on my face. And me just shaking my head. Yeah. Um there was a oh, it was a wonderful bit where um Ishii and Suzuki were trading forearms. And the crowd shushed, and you could just hear them thunk. Well, I mean, uh, Suzuki's kind of slapped, Ishii's thunked, didn't they? It was ah, uh, it was just a wonderful little moment. Yeah, wrestling's about moments, isn't it? Yeah, and and that that will stick with me. Well, then let's talk about another match then. Okay, real quick. Um, we'll move Second, into another love the grabs with a lot of slaps and a lot of thunks in yep. it. Um, and 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 that was uh. Walter B. 
Big Daddy mm. Walter against Yuji Nagata, yeah. um, everyone's favourite wrestling dad. It's dad against giant murder baby. Yeah. Um, and again, Walter is just on this streak of just being allowed to chop the hell out of everyone mm-hmm. that he faces. He must have these massive hands, frying pan hands, yeah. um, that just make this uh, revolting sound. Yeah. Um, that I mean, the the ice arena tonight is no small venue. No. And a lot of sound got lost in that room tonight. Yeah. The crowd went from being quite noisy to just being a murmur yeah. because you just like nothing was sort of sticking in terms yeah. of sound. But when Walter was slapping Yuji Nagata across the chest, um, everybody sort of heard it and everybody winced um, to the point there was some, like some pretty big reactions from the mm. crowd for, for some of the action in that. But I think the reason I wanted to sort of highlight this match is it's one of the few occasions tonight where a non New Japan talent won over a New Japan talent. In fact, the only. Yeah. The only instance. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Walter got a pin on Yuji Nagata. Yeah. Um, and you could say y- Yuji Nagata's, like, at the, the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, you had Chris Brooks, who's admittedly in tag, but, you know, a, a big thing in Rev Pro at the moment. And they've made a big point about the fact that he's staying around and not going off to um, NXT UK, yep. and, um, and he lost to Yoshihashi. Yeah, uh, but also I would, I would probably, if you were sort of looking at Yuji Nagata and you were looking at Yoshihashi, Yuji Nagata's still very much almost like a gatekeeper for yeah. for New Japan. Yeah, like if you beat Yuji Nagata, it it means something. Yeah. Um, but I mean Yoshihashi maybe less so because. Yeah. Like there's not the same sort of reverence invested in him from from the crowds in, in Japan, but also over here in the yeah. UK. Um, I think he again he's one of those sort of cult characters um, that that sort of resonates quite well with the UK yeah. audiences. Um, Yoshihashi maybe less so. Yeah. So now, I I got up during this match. I went and had a wander. Right. Yeah. And I watched it from kind of the back of the arena. Yeah. Got a different view on it, and it. It benefited from that view yeah. for me. Um, it also allowed me to hear a couple of people uh, walk past me. And one of them said to the other, Walter's an absolute machine. And the other one went, which one's he? He went, the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of this Japanese guy being called Walter. Well, that's uh, when yeah. we were leaving um, uh, Rev Pro, yeah, um, Rev Pro, leaving Fight Club Pro yesterday. Yeah. Um, somebody turned to their friend and said, what did you think of Walter? And they said, which one was <laughs> Walter? Was the tall one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which in a match with uh, Aussie Open and Chris Brooks in, yeah, it's it's not an easy pick, no. is it? So tall white Walter, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun match. Yeah. I mean, out of all of the the guys that were added to the card, yeah, um, Walter's the guy that you can imagine being in the G one. I would love to see Walter get a chance in yeah. Japan. I mean, I'd love to see, you know, I'd love to see a lot of the guys that are making their name in the UK get a chance. Mm. Uh, I mean, we've seen a couple of the, well, there, there are three significant um, exports from the UK to Japan uh, right now. And they're all doing, they're, they're all doing really, really well. Yeah. And like, and I appreciate that because like, I think, and maybe this is a, a UK bias that mm. I've got, but I think if you look at some of the other 
sort of gaijin yeah. over there. They're not, I mean, who cares about Chase Owens, Hangman Page? But like, yeah, you're all right. three of the, well, Zach, not, well, um, all three of those guys have won stuff Yeah, over there. Zach's just won the New Japan Cup. Yeah. Um, so that all three of those guys have won stuff. Um, Osprey and Marty Skull have bounced that title around between yep. them a little bit, um, and I, I love the idea that there is still this sort of relationship between Rev Pro and New Japan, where Rev Pro uh, are sort of you like giving these guys the opportunity to sort of prove themselves, and then they go over there and they they make a name for themselves. Obviously, yeah. it's slightly different for Zach because he's been over yeah. in Japan before um, um, quite a lot. But but for Osprey and Marty Skull, it's Rev Pro yeah. that have put them in that position. And, um, and uh, again, it, we we talked about partnerships. Um, Rev Pro have this partnership with um, with New Japan, and the the other two companies that have the partnership you've got um CMLL the Mexican lucha company mm. and you've got Ring of Honor um both of those do their own shows in Japan in partnership with um New yeah, Japan yeah. I'd love to see RevPro do that um but their their guys are also getting invited more over and and the thing is for me and I may have a slight bias here um a Chris Brooks is leagues above a Jay Lethal yeah, a Jay Lethal is getting those bookings yeah. in Japan. Uh, the the only sort of qualifier I would put on that, and it's what I was kind of getting at just sent, is when the UK guys go over there, it means something. Yeah. Whereas when the US guys go over there, it's yeah. like, oh, cool, you're here for a little while. See ya. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't, like, they get a little run of matches. Yeah. And and in fact, you know, talking about that, you, you, you think that... Um, Actually, the the more successful gaijin at the moment, the the dependable ones they're going to, um, Michael Elgin um, and ACH yeah. is just a fixture on the the junior heavyweight tournament. Yeah. I mean, I would take somebody like Omega out of this. Because oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Kind yeah. of beyond um, that. Neither of those with ROH. No, you know. So maybe so, yeah. What's that? Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Um, let's do a third one. Okay, there will be a bit more broad with this one then. Yeah. Um, today was a grand day out, yeah. really. Um, for for us, um, for a couple of reasons, um, and for just about everybody else. I mean, maybe people shared our reasons, um, yeah. but for everybody else, this it seemed to be you know a real grand day out. Yeah. Um, for us, it, it's it's twenty minutes down the road. Yes, and that is a real blessing. Yeah, that um, is. we travel a lot. I mean, less so this year, yeah. but we have done. A lot of traveling um, over the past couple of years yeah. for wrestling. Did you calculate how many miles you did last year? Yeah, um, it, was, it was about 8,000 miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for, um, for wrestling. Yeah. And I mean, we're not, you know, we're not, not heroes. Martyrs, no. Like, uh, there are other people that are doing more than that. Yeah. Other idiots. But it's significant. Um, so it really is a treat to get a, a high quality show yeah. basically on our doorstep. Um, and I think, you know, it, one of the other things is it, it kind of gave us an opportunity to sort of tick off a few more people on that collector's scrapbook of uh, New Japan talents yeah. that, that we hadn't um, collected previously. Um, and I think that extends to a lot of the people there to, today. Yeah. Um, I think much of the audience, that that is the first time they are getting to see any New Japan 
talent. Yep. Um, yeah. Particularly Okada. That's the first time Okada's been over since A November 2015. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a long time ago. Um, is it 2015, 2016? I don't know. 2016, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been a long time since O has been over. Um, might be 2015. It was actually. 2015. Yeah. 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 Because it was the first show, I remember this, it was the first Rev Pro show that you gave myself and Adam a lift home right, from yeah. afterwards. Yeah. That was um, Okada and Gado against Tanahashi and Liger. Yeah. That was Global Wars, wasn't it? It was a Global Wars. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Um, but yeah, so it would be the first time for a lot of those people, even if they've seen the likes of, of Ishii and Suzuki um, and Osprey, of course, yeah. and Zack Sabre Jr. on Rev Pro shows or on other shows um, to, to pick off the yeah. big fella. Um, but also some of the the, the mid-carders. Yeah. Like for me, um, Suzuki Gun today was a, was a big thing. I never used to like Suzuki Gun. It's become a kind of a late thing for me. But we got Izuka. We got Tai Chi, we got Kanemaru, we got Desperado. Yeah. Um, all in one kind of sweep. Yeah, and today. we didn't get Killer Elite Squad, so that's yeah. Good, so it? you know, that's although it. I would really like to talk talk to Lance Vance. Yeah. And as you know, we've we've covered this, but I would still rather have had Killer Elite Squad than Aussie Open, just as for a, the fact, as a New Japan yeah. team. Um, yeah. But it was really nice. To and you know, maybe me making assumptions about these people, um, but to see a lot of people. And it was like Christmas for them. Yeah. They had armfuls of merch. Um, they were reacting big to all the big New Japan names. I spoke to a guy who um, I've known for years. And I've known he's been kind of into wrestling, but, you know, not massively into wrestling. Um, and he was there. And uh, for him, it was Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom. Right, right. And since then, he's been into New Japan. Okay. So, like, and this was his chance to see those guys that he's been watching all year. And I think there was there was quite a lot of that, you know, maybe not of that recent vintage, um, but it was people's, it was it was like a like a pilgrimage in in a yeah. way, um, which kind of makes it all the more sad that it wasn't that genuine. <laughs> but uh, thing. but I think I think the, to sort of put a different spin on it, I think. The reason we're frustrated with what the show was yeah. is because we're so sort of entrenched in what British wrestling shows are and what they look like. Yeah. And if you've been to half a dozen Rev Pro shows where they've mixed it with New Japan talent, then when you come along to a seventh show and it's presented as a New Japan show and it's not, then that's going to be a problem for you. But if you're going... I don't really I don't know what Rev Pro is or yeah. I don't go to London to see wrestling shows and I've really got into this New Japan thing and then you see that there is a New Japan show in Milton Keynes and you go along and three quarters of the card is New Japan yeah, talent. You're gonna be happy. You're gonna be happy. You're not gonna yeah. you're gonna be like, Oh, cool and there was some there was like British guys. There was like one British guy, <laughs> yeah. two Australians, a Cana an American, sorry, and an Austrian. Yeah. But like it was a real, you know, it was a New Japan show. Yeah. Um, I and actually, I think it's interesting that so many of those, you know, non-New Japan guys were not strictly speaking from the UK. Mm. So I think if you were to come in and you were to look at that from an outsider who isn't familiar with all these guys, there's still going to be an exotic, yeah, sort of yeah. Um, element to it. Um, if they're new to you, I think you'd still be impressed by what you saw. Yeah. Okay, let's get on to not my graps. All right then. Um, so, 
Where do you want to start? Well, uh, well, let's start with the the show as a whole. Um, and and this will come from a particular angle. Okay. Um, as someone who um went to a lot of shows back in the day and goes to a lot of shows now. Um, and that's that the whole setup of the show felt a bit like a 2005 Brit Rest Super Show. Yeah. Um, and it may be telling that that's the kind of era that Andy Quilden came into. Right, to right, wrestling. right. Um, but you mentioned earlier the kind of the Noah at the Sky Dome. Yeah. Um, it felt very much like Noah at the Sky Dome. It felt very much like a Frontiers of Honour um, for those people who were of a certain vintage. Um, in the... It was kind of a big show, but half-assed a bit. So yeah. the ring was a bit shitty. Um, the barriers, especially, were the barriers were dangerous, dangerous, in that first half. and and a bit shitty. Like just plain barriers put out there, not tied down properly. Uh, a guy nearly got hit in the face with it. Yeah. Um, the ring announcer was. I don't know him. He might be a lovely guy. There were bits. There, he's boring. There were bits of the job that he does quite well in yeah. that he, you know, he talks clearly. Yeah. Um. And you know, he is basically a Quilden clone. Yeah. But he was mispronouncing things all night. Yeah. Um. He he obviously hadn't done his research. No. Uh. The the moment I I looked sideways at you. Um, when Minoru Suzuki came out yep. and his big theme that, you know, New Japan fans know and love and know that there is one line yeah, the that one you sing. word that they know. Yeah, yeah. One, one part of yeah. it that you sing. And he did the announcement over that. Yeah. And, and he was talking and I'm like, he's not going to get this announcement, this announcement done yeah. in time for that line. Yeah, the Uki came at the same time as Kaze. Yeah, he just he got drowned out. Yeah. And and that's embarrassing. It yeah. is embarrassing. When that, when that gets put up on video on demand, it's going to look stupid. Yeah. Um, he and so he he had a bit of a stinker tonight. Yeah, Th- there was a moment actually in the um the tag match towards the beginning of the show. Yeah, where he announced um he the bullet club uh, he announced the bullet club team got out of the ring and then somebody reminded him you still need to announce Aussie yeah. Open. Um, yeah, it's just little things. The the bell was shit. Couldn't yeah, hear the bell. It was, it was bad. Um, yeah, and it, these are the details which take a show from being a professional wrestling show to some guys putting on a wrestling show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, and it's just little things that you have to pay attention to. They're the little details that again, (laughs) if you went to a genuine new Japan house show, you, you probably wouldn't find any of these issues. Um, But but new Japan house shows are no frills as well. But it, it just felt very kind of haphazard in places, very shambolic, uh, very, as I say, very 2005 Brit rest. We're in 2018 now. Just expect a little bit more. A little Mm. bit more and a little bit of personality. Yeah. Which you didn't get tonight. No. Um, Okay, let's talk about another one. And this is something that I... That that New Japan have kind of... They've... I want to say they got away from it a little bit. Yeah. Um, But it was back in a big way tonight. Yeah. Um, Butts. Butts. (laughs) Lady butts. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Lady Butts. Yeah. In certain contexts. Yeah. Um, that is 
the 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 butts of ladies. Yeah. Um, but tonight, uh, Yujiro Takahashi, the yeah. Tokyo pimp, was accompanied by two women, um, very uh, scantily clad, mm-hmm. to the point where they were basically wearing their underwear. Yeah. And um, they were stood ringside right in front of us um, during their match. Um, and uh, basically had their their bottoms exposed. Yeah. Now let me let me try and contextualize yes, why do. this is an issue. And this may fall flat, and it may not make sense to people. Yeah. But Yujiro Takahashi always comes out with a scantily clad woman. Yes. In her underwear. Yep. Um, he is the Tokyo pimp, um, and that is his hoe. You know, for want of a better word. Yeah, I wish you had used a better word. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Ho Train. Yeah, yeah. And um, I might make another reference. Yeah. Um, now, the thing is, whenever they go around to the different towns in Japan on yeah. tour, um, it's the same woman. Yeah, she's either there or she's not. Yeah. We know her name. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to know her name. Her name's Mao. Well, um, the the UK announce, not the UK, yeah. the English language announcers they, have they definitely referred to, referred to her. Yeah. her, by her um, name. So, although she is his uh, his hoe, it's the it same hoe every uh, time. Yeah, I mean, it's so just, in, let's stop saying hoe, though. Like. In a way, she's she's uh, an exclusive valet. <laughs> yes, yeah. She's a, yeah. uh, you know, um, not a manager as such, but she's his well, valet. Well, no, but she does get involved yeah. on occasion. Um, and yes, she is scantily clad. Yeah. Um, but there, there is something more that it's not just a butt and some underwear. Yeah. Um, it is a person behind that. Yeah. There is, there is, even if it's only very slight, there is, there is a personality there. Yeah. Um, that is the character of Mao. Yeah. Um, what we got tonight. It was basically an extrapolation of the late nineties Godfather's Ho Train. Yeah. Where... I mean, I don't know uh, how young some of our listeners are, but if you were watching the late Attitude Era, yeah. um, where the the Godfather character, another pimp, town to town, he would go and he would add a different bevy of uh, women who were in very short dresses accompany him to the ring. And it didn't matter who they were, just so long as they had different colored hair from each other yeah and they accompanied to him accompanied him and fawned over him around the ring um they were basically just ciphers for that character yeah um and that's what we had tonight we basically had a revisitation of the ho train yeah tokyo pimp style yeah and uh, takahashi as far as i know is not an actual pimp. No, I don't it's believe not, so. I think he's a professional wrestler yeah, by trade. It's not his gimmick. It's not his his character in No, I we think, don't get backstage skits of of him selling his girls to the other no, wrestlers. I, I think he's a pimp in in well, I guess he kind of he does. He comes out with a hat and a cane, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, that's so, it's his style more yeah, than anything. Yeah. But they got that massively wrong tonight, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and I'm it was sure there were loads awkward of, to I'm watch. sure there were loads of people there that loved it. Yeah. It was, but like, it was, there were two very young, not very, very young, but like two young teenage boys sat on the front row right by these women's butts. Yeah. I'm sure they had a great time. Yeah. And in fact, I, they blocked my view of the butts yeah. um, for a lot of it. If your wife asks. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just a bit... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you're 
a creepy skis and you go to wrestling shows for um sight of scantily clad women then Altingham's uh, place to be tomorrow. Yeah, then enjoy yourself. But yeah. well, I, I, I would be interested to know whether he comes out with two different women tomorrow. Yeah. Um, one of the girls, perhaps you can let us know. One of the girls had tattooed down her arm mm. and a bow tattooed on her thigh, um, because that was just yeah. pointing at me the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if one of the girls has that, then obviously these girls are along for the whole weekend. If yeah. not, then they've just gone down the local strip club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Let's do a final, not my graps. Okay, final, not my graps. Yeah. So we were promised a surprise tonight. Yep. Um, so uh, there was a match announced uh, for one of the young lions, Shota Umino. Yes, the son of Red Shoes. Yeah. Who? Do you know what? In the back of my head, I I thought they'd announce Red Shoes for this show, but mm, they obviously hadn't. No. Um, and that's interesting actually because I like actually when we were talking about the um previous red pro show that we went to with the big tag match main event yeah where we last saw okada yeah to my recollection tiger, tiger hattori, hattori refereed ref. that match yeah and i think he probably you know traveled over with the, all those yeah, guys yeah he's an agent isn't i'm he? surprised so, that we didn't yeah. have any of that yeah. tonight but anyway um so yeah shota amino against a mystery opponent yeah. and then they announced that the same mystery opponent would face danny duggan yeah uh, dan duggan he's not danny anymore is he no, no, just Dan Dan- Duggan. Daniel Duggan. Yeah, um, uh, Hacksaw Daniel Duggan <laughs> uh, at, in him tomorrow. And yeah. we, we wondered who it could be. You know, what you know. what was the reason for keeping it a secret? You know, yeah. it's like... Uh. Um, so, yeah, so they... Amino came out. Yeah. Um, stood in the ring. And then they said, and his opponent. Yeah. And then we got this weird video. Yeah, I mean, it was the same. It was an, it was just an entrance video. Yeah, yeah. of uh, some Mongolian fella. Yeah. Although at one point I thought he had a Mexican hat. Um, yeah, or Peruvian. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, um, and it turned out that his name was the Dominator. Was Dominator? Dominator. Not the Dominator. It was Dominator in inverted yeah. like quotation marks. Great Okan. Yeah. Um. And we all looked at each other and were like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Is, were we supposed to know who that is? Yeah. Who, um, that? And then he came out. Yeah. And he had a handkerchief over his face. He was like in Mol- Mongolian gear. Yeah, like Mongolian um, trousers. Yeah, and he had the pointy hat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, over his face he had a... a question mark. A tea towel with a question mark <laughs> yeah. drawn on it. Um, <laughs> and you could see he had a beard. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. Is this... Is this going to be like a bait and switch? Are yeah. they going to? Uh, is this guy going to come out and then somebody else is going to come out? Yeah. Is this guy somebody we should know? Yeah. Is this guy a Japanese guy who's moved to the UK and has picked up some work by being a Japanese guy who lives in the UK? Yeah. Does he? Does he? On the side, wait tables at Akasaka Mon- or a Mongolian restaurant? Yeah. Um, but no. Um, it turns out. Yeah, uh, we had to be told yeah, by our friend Ian Hamilton um, that it, it is um, fellow young lion, yeah. and it appears now he's graduated, or an older young lion, um, uh, Oka. Yeah, which makes sense, Okan, Oka, kind sure. of sure. Um, who does look a bit old? Yeah, um, he. I always thought because he used to um, team with Nakanishi a lot. Okay, yeah, and they kind of yeah. look similar, right? Yeah, um, but we didn't recognise him. No. Um, because he was dressed as a Mongolian, yeah. um, and he was all right. And it, was, I mean, it was fine. He, the, yeah. the, the match was fine, but it, it felt a little <laughs> bit like um, 
but Lindsay. Yeah, but uh, th- there were a couple of issues that I have with this match. One um, is probably nothing to do with Rev Pro um, tonight. The gimmick itself. Yeah, it's really reductive. Um, it's kind of the thing you'd find in the 1980s in WWE. Yeah. Um, a Japanese guy doing a Mongolian gimmick um, in a very kind of stereotypical cartoon way. He's even doing the Mongolian chops. Yeah. Um, and did he win with the Mongolian chops? Yeah, off the, the top rope, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a bit weird. Um, the, the other thing is that if they'd have just announced, if they hadn't have done this gimmick, and they'd have just announced that the opening match would be uh, two Mino young versus Oka at yeah. uh, two young lions. I'd have been ecstatic because a lot of New Japan, particularly the house shows, start with a young lions match. Yeah. Um, and so, again, that would have been fine. Yeah. But by saying a mystery opponent. I'm, I'm wondering whether this is an instance of New Japan going, do you know what? We don't really care about these shows. Let's try something. Yeah. Let's, let's throw but, him out But there. this is the kind of shit you do when you go for seasoning. So, unless he's coming here for seasoning. Yeah. I mean, that may be because we, you know, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's certainly a realistic um, proposal now that you could come to the UK for seasoning. Yeah. There are enough shows that you could do your seasoning over here. Yeah. Um, and may, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what they're going to... Announced. Yeah, maybe. But it was weird. It just felt weird. It was a weird way to start the show. Yeah, no one knew him. Yeah, and I think if, you, if you're going to advertise a surprise or a mystery opponent, um, you need to deliver with something that people are going to recognise. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It felt like we were guinea pigs for something yeah. that fell flat a bit. Yeah. Um, but overall... But, I mean, it was in, it was an enjoyable show with a big black cloud yeah. hanging over as a, it. As a Rev Pro show, it was fine. Yeah. Um, it, no one will remember anything from the show. There was nothing that anyone would talk about um, in no, terms of standout matches. I mean, Will Ospreay had a good match with yeah. Kanemaru, but it wasn't... I mean, we, we spoke last night about Will Ospreay against Tyler Bate yeah. on a, a nothing Fight Club Pro show yeah. um, being four and a half four and three quarter stars if, <laughs> if you're at that kind of bent um, um this was nowhere near that it was it was just a fine show yeah there was nothing um, bad that, on it that you got to see some some stars like uh, you know we've not picked on any of the matches no. as being bad no everybody had good matches yeah. um you know even if they felt a little inconsequential yeah um everything was good yeah um but yeah, it's going to kind of yeah. go down in the history books as a footnote. Yeah, um, but I, I hope tomorrow, I mean, tomorrow will be the same. Um, mm. Tomorrow it will be a Rev Pro show, um, the most northerly Rev Pro show ever, I think. Yeah. Um, but you will get that added thing of you've got those two high-profile singles matches. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anybody thought that the Rev Pro tag titles would change hands tonight. No. Because... Um, Okada's not coming over regularly no. to defend the Rev Pro tag titles. But there is a very real chance that Suzuki could yeah. beat Ishii for the Rev Pro title. Certainly, yeah. So that in itself means that that match will will mean something. Yeah. Um, so you've got that in in, in Manchester, in Altrincham tomorrow. So yeah. enjoy the show if you're going yeah. tomorrow. Um, take lots of money. Uh, the, our Tai Chi had this bundle. <laughs> um, he came out at the interval and started laying out his table 
um, and I saw some flip-flops. New Japan flip-flops. You were very excited. I was sold. But you can only buy them as part of a bundle. Um, it's £100. Yeah. But for £100, you get the flip-flops, a yeah. towel, yeah. a pair of shorts, and yeah. a T-shirt. Which, Basically, everything you need for the beach. Yeah, which actually, when you find out that a lot of the J- Japanese guys were selling their T-shirts for £40 a pop... Doesn't sound bad, ...seems a bit more like a good deal. So, if you've got £100 to spare... Mm. take it with you because that is that is a sweet deal and you will have (laughs) um, some new japan flip-flops and you will be the envy of everybody of no one yeah um okay i'm gonna wrap it up though um so we enjoyed it for what it was yeah once you get over the fact of what it wasn't yeah um it was it was fine it was it was a good day out um but what I want to say is how to wrap up the show. I've just, I've lost words. I've lost yeah. the ability to form sentences. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, get on social media. Let us know what you mm-hmm. think of the show. Um, I no doubt that by the time we finish this podcast and got this online, somebody will have posted their own opinions on our Facebook group. It's very um, weird last night because someone did that as we were recording the podcast. Yeah. And it almost perfectly matched the podcast. Yeah, it's one of the rare occasions where yeah. there, there there was quite a wide consensus on the show last yeah. night. Often we we sort of come up against some some uh, pushback from from our very own listeners, yeah. um, which is fine. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I want to hear your opinions. I want to see what everybody likes and dislikes about wrestling. Um, so jump on our Facebook group. Just search for it. Love the Graps on yeah. Facebook. You'll find it. Um, you know, jump in there and give us your own Love the Graps yeah. or Not My Graps in a three-in-free format. Yeah. Do not mess with that format. <laughs> Thank you very much. If you can't come up with three, then you have to go for two. Yeah. But do not go for four. No. Nope. Never four nope. and never five. No. Nope. Um, but until next time. Um, well, next week, we've got nothing on the docket next week, uh, but I'd like to do a show. We'll so, try and do something, yeah. Um, and Should we say when what our next show is mm, that we're going or should we leave no. it as a surprise? No. No, we'll just leave it. All right, yeah. I don't think everybody's looking forward to when we come back. Okay. <laughs> um, and I can't remember what it was All right. off the top of my head as well. So, um, yeah, um, but until next time, it is now 10.31pm. Uh, Go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the world that we keep, where the starfish on the beach